Good evening. We are continuing in Pirkei Avois. Uh, we are in Perik Aleph, first Perik, 17th Mishnah, going on. Uh, Shimon ben Omer, whose son is he? Raman Gamliel, so this is Shimon ben Gamliel, sometimes referred to as Rajbag in the Gemara. Uh, Raman Shimon ben Gamliel says, All my life, <coughs> my days I grew up amongst the Chachamim. I didn't find anything for the body as good as silence. And the learning is not the main thing, rather the action. And anyone who talks too much brings sin. Okay, Rashi, uh, or Bart Nura says, Right. What it when he says that that he didn't see anything better for the goof for the body than silence. <clears throat> what kind of silence is he talking about? It's not just saying stam, not speaking. He's saying one that hears his is cherpa, someone who is who is saying um, bad, embarrassing things about him to him. Vishoisek, and he's silent. Right, Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Nachman talks about in, in um, I believe it's Torah Vav, there's a very famous concept called Dom Vishtok. Rabbeinu Nachman talks about the, the kapara, the, the, the uh, fixing, the um, atonement that happens when one hears his bizyonis, when someone is saying bad things about him. Um... And he is Dom Vishtok. Dom means silent. Dom literally means still. Um, and Shtok means uh, silent. So the the explanation is when one is right to, to shut one's mouth is is one level of difficult. But even harder is that while 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 you're being dressed down to just not just to shut your mouth. But also to to quiet your inner monologue, and not uh, not be fighting back with them, right? Um, just to let let the person speak, right? Why it's good for the goof? Well, let's think, right? That there's there's a there's a cleansing that happens, right? There's there's a kind of chuva that comes when when you hear someone who has something uh, not so nice to say about you. Right, maybe it's a loved one. Maybe it's a, maybe it's a stranger on on uh, on the bus. Who knows? Maybe it's a coworker. Right, that that one's whole. I think he's saying that one's whole. You know, it's not just good for the soul, right? But good for the goof. That one's whole um, being, one's whole life, can be improved. Right, it gives me. Right, because I see myself with rose-colored glasses. I know that everything I do is just peachy. I know that everything I do, okay, I make some mistakes here and there, but what are you going to do, right? But to hear someone telling me that I'm not such a great guy, telling me I'm not such a great guy, well, that's that's not nice to hear. But when I hear it and I get through it, um, then, and if I can be silent through it, then I can have a a calm, a calm, a quiet to me that I didn't have before, and um, and perhaps 
perhaps the some of the tension might fade, right? Maybe I feel like maybe I have done something wrong and this person uh, does, right? It doesn't say let someone abuse you, but it says let's have when you hear someone saying something, um, something unpleasant about you, right? Um, then that provides an opportunity for for real growth afterward. The learning is not the main thing, rather the doing. Know this, that the silence is good. That right, silence is so good that even the learning and the, the searching in the learning and the words of Torah, that there's no greater, greater uh, attribute than this. Right? As, as great as Torah learning is, the main schar that one gets is from actually doing it. One that learns something but doesn't do what it says. It's better for him that he would have been silent and not learned, right? If you're going to learn something, whether it's a halacha, how to do, how to do something, how to do a mitzvah, or a bit of musar, right? A bit of uh, ethical, moral teaching, right? And you're not going to do it, right? That's not to say, right? Everything's a challenge, right? If I learn learn a new law about Shabbat or Kashrut or Ben Adam the or anything, right? Or I, I gain a get a bit of musar, whatever it is. Uh, it's not so easy necessarily to to just do it right away. But here, if someone is going to learn something and and not not take care of it at all, not do it at all, it's better than that one would just be quiet. Better that one would just be quiet than even to start the learning, right? Having having people that, that know a lot of fancy words and a lot of fancy ideas, but it doesn't um it doesn't affect their lives. Um better that one would have not learned at all and just stayed silent. And anyone who said who 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 adds too many words, who speaks too much, will come to to transgression. Right? So we find by Chava, by Eve in the in the Garden of Eden, right, that she spoke many words. that she said, Right? That uh, famously, right, Hashem tells Adam. Adam Arishon, not to eat from the tree, right? But what does Chava say? Chava says to the snake, no, this tree, right? The snake says, um, Af Amar Elohim, something like that. Didn't, did not a God say to you not to eat from the, you could eat from any, any trees, any of the trees in the, in the, in the, in the garden. And she says, no, God told us this one, we can't eat from it. We can't even touch it. And she added this extra chumrah, this extra stringency, that we couldn't, that they couldn't touch the tree, which was not forbidden to them. And the nachash pushed her until she touched the tree. And he said to her, Right, just like you won't die if you touch the tree, so too you won't die if you eat it. And, and from inside of this, and because of this, you came to sin because you ate from the fruit, right? So here's an example of someone who spoke more than they should have, and it led them to, to bad things. As it says in Mishlei, 
Al Tosef al Dvarav, Pen Yuchiach, Becha, Venechazeves. Don't add to, one should not add to his words, lest he be proven wrong, or disproven, and then become uh, disappointed. Right, so if I say, right, right, they say a good lawyer never asks a question that he doesn't know the answer to, right? So, so this is, this is further, this is linked to the idea of silence being so, so positive that, um, that when one is speaking, one should really try to only say things that he knows to be certain. And if you don't know anything for certain, then you should shut your mouth and, uh, or speak little and, and learn a little bit more because it could end up badly. Rabban Shun ben Gamliel Omer, and then he says again, now he's referred to as Rabban Shun ben Gamliel rather than Rabban Shimon, the son of Gamliel in the pre- previous Mishnah. Rabban says, the same, same author, Rabban Shun ben Gamliel says, On three things, the world uh, exists, right, is, is maintained. Al-Hadin, on justice, or on judge, judgment, and on truth, and on peace. as it says, right? As it says, truth and and law and peace shall be adjudicated in your gates. Right here we see Ha'olam Omed, Bartner says, Yeshuvan Adam Miskayim. Right, the 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 world stands. Olam Omed. I'm not sure why the Dibor Maskil here is different than the, so the, the Mishnah says Ha'olam Kayam, but the Dibor Maskil says Ha'olam Omed, right? Which is the the initial. Right, we saw this before in in the earlier Mishnah Al Ha'olam Omed, and here we saw three things that the world is, is maintained upon. So I don't know why the Dibor Maskil starts with the previous Mishnah's lashon, but anyway, Yeshuvan Shabnei Adam Miskayim. This is how the 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 dwelling uh, societies can can exist, right? So we have three things the world stands upon in the previous Mishnah: Al Torah, Avodah, Vigunut Chasadim. These are sort of general principles how the world needs to be, and this is how um, this is how societies can maintain order. And this is different than the idea of the world existing, as we saw before. Right? The three things. Um, Torah of Avodavu Gemil Chasadim, the Bartner links those three things to the very existence of the world, relying upon them. And these three attributes here are three things that, that keep societies functioning. Right? What are they? Al Hadin, Lishut et Azakai, Lechayav et Right? To, to find the, the innocent, innocent, meritorious. To find those who are liable, liable, right? Very simple, right? If there's if there's no, right? Let's say no justice, no peace, right? Usually the people that 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 chant that aren't really interested in justice or peace, but the idea is, um, you know, the idea kind of is salient, right? We see what happens in in countries where. Um, you can be found guilty or innocent depending on, you know, personal connections, family connections, skin color, religion, etc. Um, these are not countries um, that that one really wants to be 
bien. Ve'al ha'emes, and on truth, shalo yishakru ish ba'mitso, that a person shouldn't lie to his to his fellow, right? If if people people can't tell the truth to their to their friends, to their to their fellows, um, then society breaks down. Ve'al right? And this is this is right. We see in in all the movies about. Um, um, <clears throat> About author- authoritarian societies, that the truth becomes a very precious commodity, right? That uh, that the news just becomes propaganda, and um, and the doctors um, tell lies to sell medicine, to sell drugs, which is probably not medicine, etc. Um, and that that helps. That that causes society to break down when that that when people can't just what does it say, ishba amito, meaning people are afraid or people are unable to say simple truths to those around them, right? Um, it's a bad it's a bad space to be in. And regarding peace, right? And when it says a society needs peace in order to maintain. Right, we mean peace amongst between the governments, but also between between neighbors, between a man and his fellow. Okay, um, you know, fill in your own commentary. Um, these are three basic things that uh, it seems to me are um, perhaps in short supply in uh, in a lot of the world these days. Okay. And then the parak finishes like this. Right at the end of every parak in Pirkei it says, Rabbi Hananya ben Akasha Omer. Rabbi Hananya, the son of Akasha, would say, Ratza Kodesh Baruch Hu Lizgois, Lizakotis Es Yisrael. The Kodesh Baruch Hu, the Holy One, blessed be He, wanted to give merit to the to the Jews, to Yisrael. Lefichach, therefore, he rebailahem Torah mitzvos, Shene'amar Hashem Adonai Chafetz Laman Siko Yagdir Torah V'Yadir. Therefore, he he gave to the Jews much Torah, much to learn and mitzvot and many commandments to do, as it says, Hashem desired for his righteous that they should uh, increase in Torah and become precious, right? Rabbi Chanani ben Kasha Omer lo amar lemilsa gabei maseches avos. He didn't say this word, right? This this statement was not made specifically regarding Maseches Avos. This 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 mission that we're learning, Elba Maseches Makos Hen Halukim, right? This Mishnah is said in another Masechet called Masechet Makot, which is about the punishments. And because it's a nice way to to end the because this Mishnah ends positively. Nagu kola am la amra basof kol perikoperik. The 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 custom of of uh, the Jews of the Jewish people is to say this mishnah at the end of every parak of Pirkei Avos. Lefish eno merim kadish al mishnah el al haagada. Right, we we the amar mar olam amayka mekaimim akdusha de sidra v'yeheshme raba de agadasa de agadata. Right, we say so. So this this Mishnah is a famous Mishnah because it's it's right like in in Shul when we're davening before we'll say the um, 
what's called Kaddish, the, 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 the mourner's prayer. It's, it's a general, I don't know how to explain it, it's sort of an, an intermediate prayer that uh, transitions from one part of Tefillah of Davening to the next. Right and and we say this Mishnah with, that ends with this verse before we go into the next section and um, and um, of of prayer, but it says because we don't say Kaddish, we don't say this Kaddish prayer on Mishnah Ella Al Ha Right, so he's. He's making a difference between the two types of uh, teachings that we find in the Mishnah and in the Gemara. There's there's Mishnah, which is strictly legal legal concepts, and then there's Agadah, which is more like um, some of them are like fables, um, stories, um, right. Um, a lot of it seems very mystical, seems very mysterious, etc. But it's it's got a very different flavor and a very different uh, uh, feel to it than the um, the legal the legal teachings. But we say the Kaddish not on the legal teachings, rather on the the the, the sort of the rabbinic um, the rabbinic traditions uh, stories. Uh, teachings to Amar Mar as Mar, I don't know who Mar is, is in Sota, in Gemara Sota, Olam Amaika, why does the world Olam Amaika Mekaimim, Akadusha de Sidra, right? The world, what does it stand on? On the holiness of of Sidra, I'm not sure what this is referring to, Vyaheshme Rabba de Agadata. A kedusha on the kedusha of the sidra and on the heishmei rabbah of the agadata. Okay, so this is just reinforcing the the idea that we say uh, this kaddish prayer on the agadata. Venikrau ele pirkei avos and we calls these chapters pirkei avos mipnei is daru heina divrei avos shaharishonim shekablu atatora zemize. Right, we call this this. Um, this Masechet, this tractate of... Oh, this is Rashi. This, we call this tractate um, Avois because within this Mishnah is set up, is ordered the words of our fathers, our, our, our initial fathers, our, our patriarchs, who received the Torah one from each other, as we saw in the beginning. We traced the lineage back to Moshe Rabbeinu. Kigon Moshe v'Yeshua v'Zekenim z'Mizeh Adon Shekinus z'Gedolah v'Shama v'Hela v'Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai v'Talmidav. Right. For example, as we saw in the beginning, Moshe and and Yeshua and the elders they they got it one from each other to the men of the great assembly to Shammai and Hillel and Rabban Yochanan ben Zakkai and his students v'Hodienu Rabbi Echayu Maaseham Nachonim and we were told by Rabbi by Rabbi Hudanasi the compiler of the Mishnah, how their actions were correct. V'hayu mazharim l'anshe doram doram umadrichim oisam b'derech yishara and that in these teachings they were warning the men of their, the people of their generation and they were guiding them in the straight path. K'mochen, therefore, just like so, ru'oi l'kol chacham l'hazir ad b'nei doro l'hodiyam derech yishara just like we see in Pirkei Avos that the teachers were were warning and teaching their 
the people of their generation how to be upright, so too is it appropriate that the 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 wise people of every generation should should teach people and instruct them how to go on the upright path. Um, and I think I want to address the the point that that why does it say it says Kodesh Baruch Hu wanted to merit to give merit to Israel, therefore he gave us a lot of Torah and mitzvahs, a lot of things to learn, a lot of things to do, right? That this is this is also a taich, um on the concept, you know, it's it's uh what do we say, Shver Zainiyid, right? It's hard to be a Jew. There's a lot there's a lot to do. There's a lot to do in Avodah Hashem. There's a lot to do as part of Am Israel. There's 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 holidays and there's dietary things and there's clothing things and there's speech things and there's gosh, there's a lot going on. Um but I think that one way to look at it is, is gosh, I just have a never-ending list of things that, that God demands of me, which is true. <laughs> it's certainly true. But another way to look at it is that um, they're all just opportunities. All these things that I have to do are all just opportunities to grow and to become better and um, to increase my, my closeness to, to God, to Hashem. And that is the end of Parak Aleph. I want to jump into Parak Bez just a little bit. Kol Yisrael, once again, every Parak starts with Kol Yisrael Yishlem Chelok All of Israel has a share in the world to come. Shneimar, as it says, V'amech Kulam Tzadikim. Your whole nation is righteous. Is Oylem Yishu Aretz. They will always, forever, they will inherit the land. Netzar Matai Maasei Dedehispa Er. The 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 first fruit of their planting, the action of their hands to beautify. Okay, no commentary on that because we already had it before. Perik Bey's Mishnah Aleph says, Rabbi Omer Ezuhi Derech Isharashi Avorlo Adam. Rabbi, and when it says Rabbi, it's referring to Rabbi Huda Nasi, the compiler of the Mishnah, which is the the straight path that a person Sheyavor, what is it? Shin Yud Bey's Vavresh, Yavor, that's a funny word. Sheyivrur. Oh, the Bartner says the that he should clarify lo hadam. What is the straight path that a person should clarify? Kol lo min hadam. Anything which is beautiful, glorious to the one that does it, and v'tiferes lo min hadam. And people, other people, will find it beautiful and glorious. And be careful with a light mitzvah as you are with a heavy mitzvah. Because no one knows, because you don't know the reward given for any mitzvah. Right? And calculate the the loss of not doing a mitzvah against the reward for yes doing it. And the the reward of an of, of a transgression against the loss you will incur by, by doing it. Look at three things. If you look at three things, you will not come to uh, to transgress. Know that which is above you. What are the three things that are above you that you need to know? There's an eye that sees everything. And an ear that hears. All of your actions are written in a book. Okay. What is Rebbe saying? Right, the 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 clue, the path one should clarify for himself 
is that everything should be beautiful to the glorious to the one that does it and glorious to the to other people. She had noach lo should be it should be pleasant for him. You noachim bnei adami menu, right? Right. That if you're if you're if you're totally uncomfortable in the way you're you're doing avodas Hashem, then maybe you're not doing avodas Hashem right. And if you think it's fine, but other people around you do not think it's fine, right? Right? Like if, if a person, you know, I don't know, if a person decides he wants to give half of his money to Tzedakah, right? But uh, then he won't have enough to pay the bills. That's very nice that he's giving money to, you know, yeshivas and orphanages and, and everything. But uh, his family might suffer. Okay, so that's not good. And this would be Oh, he gives an example. Right. So he's explaining what what the Rambam refers to as the Shil Zahav, the golden path. Right. That one shouldn't be too extreme on one way or the other. That a person should 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 go with all of the go through all the different midot, kindness, severity, uh, love, fear. Um. Eating, sleeping, etc., all the things that one does. But there are say in the middle path, and don't be too extreme one way or the other. If he's Kile Bioser, not sure exactly what it says, I can't find in the gesture, but Kile, I think, is is measured, precise. If one is Kile Bioser, Yesh Tiferslo. If he's measured, very measured, there's Tiferes for him, it's good for him. Sheosef Mamun Harbe that he adds a lot of money of Al Ain Bene Adam Mifarin Otabamidazu. But but people are not uh so happy aren't 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 don't think it's so great this Midah Haroy and if he spreads around too much, right? Ah, meaning I think he's talking about tzedakah. That if one is too meduyak, right, right, you you have uh, a person who's very wealthy, and people come asking him for money, and he says, "Oh, you know, you get a dollar, and you get ten dollars." It's it's tiferes low. It's good for him, right? He feels good that he's giving a little bit of tzedakah, right? He's got a lot of money. But people aren't going to be happy, right? People are going to say this big rich guy isn't giving any tzedakah. But if he's just spreading his money around, right? You're just writing big checks, right? Everyone's going to think you're you're a great guy. You're going to get But he's spending all his money on tzedakah, and it's uh, it's not good for 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 him. It's not, it's not pleasant for him. It's not nice for him. He'll become poor because he gives all his money away. However, the attribute of volunteering, volunteerism, which is the middle path between, um, let's say, stinginess, thriftiness, and pizur, and just spreading your money around, literally to, to, to spread out, spreading your money around, that's a, that's a good thing. That is beautiful. That is glorious for the one that does it. Shashomer et mamono. He guards his money. He doesn't just just throw his money around so he can become poor. Vitiferet lemin adam, and it's good for a person. It's beautiful for a person. Shibnei adam mifarim ososhen osen kamoshir oilo liten vechen hadin bishar kolamidos. 
right, than other people, um, it's good for the person, right, it's, it's good for him, right, he's got a balance, and it's also good for him because other people are, are happy with him, that he gives as is appropriate to him to give. And that's how it is with all the other attributes. Okay, this you know money money is a is an easy enough example, you know fill in the blank for for any of the other uh, attributes. Right, so he says, um, be careful with a light mitzvah as with a heavy mitzvah. What's a light light mitzvah? Is I don't know saying saying shema, you know saying shema Yisrael in time. Right, one of the mitzvahs is that that uh, we have to uh, I think by the. What hour? I should know this. It's before before the first hour of the day. Second hour of the day is done. We have to uh, maybe the third hour. I don't remember. Sometime early in the morning, um, we have to say the 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 verses of the Shema Shema Yisrael and right? Which is a pretty easy mitzvah, right? You just get up at a certain time and say Shema Yisrael, right? And what's a, what's like a difficult mitzvah? Let's say fasting on Yom Kippur, where you can't eat for twenty five, twenty six hours, right? That's 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 a harder mitzvah, let's say, than to uh, you know, or to wear tzitzis, right? If I have a if I have a four corner garment with strings on it, whoop, just put it over my head. There you go. I'm doing a mitzvah. Remember, that's pretty easy. But one should be careful with the mitzvah of putting on tzitzis, an easy mitzvah, just like you're careful with the difficult mitzvah of fasting all day on Yom Kippur, because one does not know. The schar given for each mitzvah. You don't know the reward given for the mitzvah. Right, the Torah does not does not uh, specify the the reward given for each of the positive commandments. Right, and and is not is not also not specified the the punishment for one who does not. Who does not follow this this mitzvah, right? The the the, the Torah is not incredibly in depth with punishment and reward. There's there's a, I think there's three mitzvahs which say that they'll give you long life, which is kibudav aim and shiluch haken, and a third one, if I'm not mistaken, that I don't recall. Um, but if you figure there's 613 mitzvahs in the Torah, um, right? So then. The fact that we get an actual reward stated for you know two maybe three of them, um, we can say Rovin Kulin that that we're not given, um, we're not given um, clear details on what you get for doing a mitzvah, uh, but it says the ilu onshin shall mitzvahs lota say mufurshin hen but though, however, the the elu these punishments of a mitzvah's lota say negative commandment are explained. Skila, Srefa, herg, chenik, karis, umisa, bideshemayim, umalkus. Right. However, regarding right, so in the Torah, there's two different types of mitzvahs. There's mitzvahs ase, which is like fast on Yom Kippur, put on tefillin, say shema, etc. And then there's mitzvahs lota say. There's mitzvahs that you can't do. Don't eat. Uh, don't. Don't uh, don't mix. Uh, don't eat a kid in its mother's milk. Don't eat on Yom Kippur. Don't uh, eat uh, chametz on, on Pesach, etc. Don't eat, you know bread on Pesach. Um, and for the negative commandments, we are um, told the punishment for transgressing them. And what are they? Skila, um, which is stoning. 
um, Srefa, which is burning, Herig, which is uh, uh, being killed. Uh, I forget exactly what, what Herig is. Chenik is literally being choked. Kares, one's soul being cut off from the Jewish people. Mita, Bide Shemaim, being uh, killed by heaven. Umalkus, and being being lashed. Haonish, Hakal, Avera, Kala, right? There's a light punishment for a light Avera, for a light transgression. Vahachamura, Lachamura, right? If one, uh, you know, if one, uh, right, if one, uh, okay, fine, so we know, I'm not going to, Ayin Shamhetev, if it really interests you to, 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 to learn about the, the punishments meted out by the Torah, I'm not going to go into it, because that's not, that's not my bag, I'm not a, I'm not a punishment-minded uh, kind of Yid, as I said before, I grew up in a, in a very, you know, in a conservative kind of reform home, and uh, I don't identify so much with the punishments, so I'm not going to go on about it. But anyway, basically, he's saying, treat all the mitzvahs as equally important because I don't know Hashem's cheshbon. I don't know Hashem's what what's most important, what's least important. And I think a step further than this is something that I've mentioned before, is this idea that I've heard, you know, sort of all these Hasidic stories, the idea that uh, that that every person is here has one mitzvah that's their mitzvah that they're here to do, and um, no one knows. No one knows what's maybe maybe the one mitzvah that I'm supposed to do is to get to shacharis tomorrow morning. Maybe the one mitzvah that I'm supposed to do is help an old lady cross the street. Maybe the one mitzvah I'm supposed to do is, um, you know, I, I don't know. Giving, uh, giving tzedakah, or learning, learning this verse right here. Maybe this thing right here is the entire reason why I was sent into this world is to learn this Mishnah here with you. I don't know. No one knows, right? So have respect for all of it, right? Vehave mechashev have said mitzvah, and 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 one should calculate the loss of not doing a mitzvah. Masha atamafsid right one should calculate what one is going to lose from your from your stuff and your money because of doing a mitzvah right Right, meaning when one has to do a mitzvah, right, once again, there's some mitzvahs that are, that are fairly easy. Wake up in the morning and say, Shema Yisrael by a certain time. It's pretty simple. doesn't take a long time. doesn't cost anything. But then there's mitzvahs like building a sukkah. Uh, excuse me, building a sukkah isn't necessarily a mitzvah. Sitting in a sukkah, having a sukkah, lulav and etrog, lighting candles. It takes time out of one's life. It takes money out of one's pocket, etc. Right? But you, you have to factor this in opposite the, the reward that will will come to a person from this mitzvah in this world or in the next world that he that that what the thing he will gain will be more than what he loses by doing it right and that's and that's the that's the thought process that that is important to have right if it's very late and i've been daven marv and i'm very tired right i have to think is it more important that i get to sleep uh, a few minutes earlier, or that I should, you know, daven mariv, right? It sounds like a simple equation, but it's not always. 
What's the reward for the Avera? What's the schar of the Avera? Oh, it's delicious. It's delicious. It's so nice to do Averas. It's so delicious to speak lush and hard, to tell stories about other people, to eat forbidden things, to have forbidden relations. They're so delicious. Can I get have said, Right? At the end of the day, Right, I'm going to have to answer for all the things that I did not do that I should have done, or did do that I should not have done. Right, is it going to be worth it? The deliciousness in the moment is it going to be worth it when I have to stand before, before the uh, the before Hashem and all the angels and all my uh, bubbies and zadies, and um, and watch the video of all the all the bad things I did. Why, 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 why? Right, and then there's no. There's no commentary on this, but I think this is an important point. He says, look at three things, and a person will not come to transgression. What are these three things? I don't know why that, that's in there. That seems like a fourth thing. Look at these three things. One will not come to transgression. Know what is above you. What are the three things which are above you? I and Roa, an eye that sees, Vos and Shamat, an ear that hears, Vichol Masecha Basefer Nechtabim. Right, this sounds like, um, this sounds like he, he living in the, uh, the digital monopticon that we, uh, occupy today, right? This is, it's, it's, uh, you know, sort of funny, but sort of not, that, uh, that we can, we can kind of identify with this in our, in our generation, right? There's an eye that sees everything that we do. Cameras everywhere, right? Our phones are being tracked. Ozen Shoma'at, right? I imagine that all of the phone calls that we make are recorded. And everything that I do is written down in a book, right? Google's got my search history. <laughs> they know, right? And everything's written down, right? And they're trying to get uh, a digital currency, so all of our money is written down, etc., right? This is. They're trying to become God. This is this is what this is God's realm. God, we cannot run from Him. Um, this idea, mala mala mimcha, know that which is above you, right? The the Balatanya, uh, I believe it's the Balatanya explains this. I think it's in the Yom Yom. I forget when, right? He reads it. Not da mala mala mimcha. Know that which is above you. Da know this. Mala mala. What's above mimcha from you comes from you, right? Right? Like the Baal Shem Tov says by the Pasuk, Hashem Tzilcha, Hashem is your shadow. What does it mean, Hashem is your shadow? Right? It means that wherever my hand goes, my shadow goes, right? If I act in the world kind, then Hashem acts to me kind. If I act in the world cruel, Hashem acts to me cruel. If I set healthy boundaries for myself, then Hashem gives me healthy boundaries. If I'm giving, then Hashem is giving, Right? Right, the way that Hashem treats you is how you treat others. Right? Let's not get into uh, bad things happening to good people and blah 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 blah. That's not. That's not. Uh, I'm not here to to uh, pick apart the deepest philosophical uh, questions. Just as a general principle, right? If I want Hashem to be to smile at me, I should smile at other people, right? Um, Tov, so we got into second parak. I think it's a good place to stop here. It's a good time to stop here. And with that, have a wonderful evening.